I've heard it said you steer where you stare. We are bombarded daily with voices vying for our attention. And if we fill our days and minds with Netflix and social media feeds, we can get off track pretty quick. That's why I developed a 30-day music challenge. Listen to Christian music exclusively for 30 days. The challenge is free, and I'll be right there with you every step of the way. Head over to michellenizette.com forward slash 30-day challenge to sign up. Change your music, change your life. You're listening to More Than a Song, episode 83. And welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio, to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. After spending some time in Revelation last week, I was inspired to pick a song that came straight from Revelation for this week. Even So Come by Christian Stanfield comes from a reference at the end of the book of Revelation from the King James Version. Revelation 22.20 states in red letters, and this means that Jesus himself said it when he says, Surely I come quickly. And John's response is, Amen. Even so come, Lord Jesus. Like a bride waiting for her groom will be a church ready for you. Every heart longing for our King, we sing. Even so come, Lord Jesus, come. Even so My friend and I were speaking last week, and we were just sharing some hurts and pain and struggles and tragedy, and I mentioned to her that there are nights that I lie in bed and just tell the Lord, you can come back now. And sometimes it's as a result of weariness in my own life. Um, I, I spend some time encouraging others who have experienced great sorrow. Maybe it's just watching the news at the persecution of Christians around the world, My friend told me of her grandfather and that he used to say, even so come Lord Jesus. And she always thought it strange when she was a younger person. And it was almost like he was saying he didn't like his life here. And she was enjoying life so much. She didn't really understand that idea, that saying. And I think with age and experience, we can understand this sentiment more and more. And then there is just that deep longing to be with God face to face. I was reading her the verses I used last week from Revelation that talked about seeing God face to face and having his name written on our foreheads. And as I read it out loud to her, I tears welled up. I just started to cry. I have that deep longing for that moment, even in happiness, even in good times. It's not like I want to escape my life. It's just I know that I know that it's so much better His promise is so much greater than anything I can imagine. Even so, come. So what does Jesus say of his return? Well, in Luke chapter 17, verses 26 through 30, Jesus said this. He said, when the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days, the people enjoyed banquets and parties and weddings 
right up to the time Noah entered his boat and the flood came and destroyed them all. And the world will be as it was in the days of Lot. People went about their daily business, eating and drinking, buying and selling, farming and building until the morning Lot left Sodom. Then fire and burning sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. Yes, it will be business as usual right up to the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Business as usual. There are signs that these are the last days. I like, I like how my pastor, a pastor at our church said it recently. The writers of the New Testament were living in the last days. We are in the last seconds. <laughs> So, but because life's going to be going on, business as usual, right up to the moment that Christ returns, there will be those who get lulled into thinking, it's not today. And then there will be those that will even say, it's a lie. He's not coming back. You guys are crazy. So in 2 Peter chapter 3, uh, you see the whole chapter is very descriptive of the time of the Lord's return. But I want to focus in on this part in verses 3 and 4. It says, most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come, mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before, from before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. So the chapter then goes on to say that these mockers deliberately forget. In other words, they choose. They choose to forget all that God has done and ordained in his time. And then Peter says this. You must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. So I want to go back to our inspiration verse that inspired this song. It's actually going to be our memory verse for this week. And I want to mention here that you can download a wallpaper with this verse on it for your smartphone, your desktop, or your tablet, or even print it out. And you get that for free by subscribing to my website at michellekneezat.com. I send new resources in an email recap that I email out each Monday to my current subscribers. So that's how you get that. But our verse that inspired our song that inspired our discussion today is Revelation 22:20. He which testifieth these things saith. Of course, it's in the King James Version, so we like the these and thous and the ifs. But the he which testifieth these things saith, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus. So now you may see, you may say, it's been a couple of thousand years since he said that. So what is his definition of quickly? Well, we see a glimpse of it here in Second Peter, which, by the way, has a cross-reference in Psalm 90. So Psalm 90 verse 4 says, For you, a thousand years are as a passing day, as brief as a few night hours. Now, cross-references, I want to pause here for a second to say that cross-references are a Bible interaction tool that I use often to kind of lead me into a deeper understanding of what I'm studying or to lead me to my next area of study. So if you have a study Bible, you probably see references at the bottom or along the side or maybe in like a center column. That will lead you to other areas of scripture that talk about the same thing. 
And one of my favorite online tools to track down these cross-references is free. It's called BibleHub.com. And I just want to tell you that this Bible interaction tool comes with a warning. Because I don't know about you, but I tend to squirrel, you know, (laughs) get distracted a little bit. And so uh, it's a great way to explore new areas of scripture, but it can send you chasing rabbits and really distract you from exploring the full context of what you're reading. So if you are in 2 Peter and you see this cross-reference to Psalm 90, that's really great. Um, Maybe just finish reading where you are and then go spend some time in Psalm 90, that kind of thing. So back to this idea of God's timetable. When Jesus says, surely I come quickly, it's true. His time and our time are different. But also when you look up that word quickly in the Greek, and again, I use the same tool, BibleHub.com. If you click on, there's an interlinear function. You click on the INT. It will bring up that verse that you're looking at, and it will tell you all the words um, in the Greek, and you can click on the Greek number, and it'll bring you to a summary, and then that summary will tell you, kind of give you some more information about what the definition of it might be, how it might be used in different places. So when you look up this word in the Greek, it does not mean immediately or necessarily in a very short time, but rather it means without delay. And so this is consistent with what Peter taught when he said, the Lord is not slow about his promise, as some people think. But you better believe that God's plan is coming to pass and man's response or current situation has no bearing. So I just don't want you to get confused about this verse thinking that um, God's just kind of waiting around for some trigger point because he has planned the end from the beginning, that is his character. In fact, Isaiah, Isaiah 46 says uh, this, and I'm reading it out of the New King James. Remember the former things of old. This is verses 9 and 10. Remember the former things of old. For I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. So listen, God declares the end from the beginning. Here's a couple of examples. He told Abraham that his descendants would be in slavery 400 years before Abraham even ever bore a child. Uh, God revealed to Jeremiah that the Israelites would be in captivity in Babylon 70 years. He declares the end from the beginning. And by the way, he doesn't keep it a secret. You know, Amos says in Amos 3, 7, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. Daniel prayed to God. He called him the revealer of mysteries. That's one of my favorite uh, names of God. And so I considered that as I'm reading in 2 Peter chapter 3. I continued to read. The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. And then I followed the cross reference to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 because right here it says in Peter that it's going to come, the return of Jesus is going to come like a thief in the night. So does 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 2. It says, for you know quite well that the day of the Lord's return will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night. 
But if you keep reading, you if you, you read carefully, you're going to see that believers will not be caught off guard. So it won't be unexpected for us. It's going to be unexpected for the mockers and the scoffers and those who are just saying, oh, look around, nothing's changed. It's been like it has been since the beginning. He's not coming back. So First uh, Thessalonians 5, 4, again, keep reading. Read all of the context. It says, you aren't in the dark about these things, dear brothers and sisters, and you won't be surprised when the day of the Lord comes like a thief. We will have our heads lifted, ready for our bridegroom. We don't know the day or the hour, but we know the seasons and the signs. Did you know that every chapter of 1 Thessalonians mentions the return of Christ? I just think that is so cool. And so it inspired me actually to read all of Thessalonians this week. And I challenge you to read it this week as well and to discover each mention. In fact, I have created a free resource to guide you through the entire letter to the Thessalonians. I'm calling it Enjoy the Ride. And the reason I'm calling it that is because I've kind of taken a play off of um, like a bicycle ride itinerary where you kind of travel through the book of Thessalonians and you're going to be on the lookout for those references to Christ's return but you're not going to miss the scenery along the way. And so I mentioned in the resource that you're not going to take the jet. You don't want to get through it as fast as you can, but you're going to slow down and enjoy the ride. And so my current subscribers to uh, michellenizat.com have access to this resource in their Monday morning email. If you are a subscriber, you have access to it already. But if you are not currently a subscriber, I will give this resource to you free. All you have to do is visit michellekneezat.com forward slash 83 download. michellekneezat.com forward slash 83 download. And my name is spelled M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. N-E-Z-A-T dot com. And uh, so anyway, if you want free access to that resource, I encourage you to grab that resource called Enjoy the Ride, Exploring First Thessalonians for References to Christ's Return. And, uh, you know, if we truly want to be ready, like a bride waiting for her groom, then we must saturate our lives with the word of God so that it can change the way we think and act and behave. Because once it changes the way we think, it should change what's coming out of us too, our actions and our reactions until his return. And a phrase I heard recently is sticking with me. And it's just said, plan like Jesus is coming back in the next 100 years and live like he's coming back today. So that doesn't mean that you're just so foolish that you don't, you know, save in your 401k and um, that you don't tend to relationships that you might have for a long time. Plan like he's coming back in the next hundred years, but live like he's coming back today. And when we come up against the opposition of life, 
You know, like Jesus in the wilderness, when he was tempted by Satan, he was tired and he was hungry and he was in a vulnerable position. And many of you are in very vulnerable positions because of the circumstances of your life. But his response was to fight the deceiver with the word of God. And a friend recently confided to me that she's trying to break that tendency to text her friends instead of calling on God when she comes into a crisis and to stop asking for advice before turning to the promises of God and to just break that habit of not going to God's word first. And I know the struggle. I do the same thing. Really, I do. Even though I prepare these um, messages every week, which is, by the way, an incredible Bible interaction tool. Be responsible to teach God's word to someone else. Uh, So uh, you'll be sure to be in the word to be prepared. But I know that there is strength in choice and commitment. So when I choose at the beginning of the day to say, I am not, I'm going to pass on sweets and junk food today. Um, I'm going to choose that today. When that comes to me, I don't have to make a choice. I've already made my choice. I'm going to say no. And so if I make that choice at the beginning, I, I usually follow through with it. But if I just wait to see if that comes up before I make my choice, then generally I make a bad choice. So if I choose each day to give God my first by listening to him and what his word says, then I'm more likely to do it. And then the more you're in it, the greater the opportunity the Holy Spirit has to bring to your mind the things that you've studied and learned. And so, again, that's just another Bible action, a Bible interaction tool, the power of choice. Say to yourself, I choose to read God's word today. And I'm giving you a tool. I'm giving you a challenge. I'm giving you a free resource. But first, you must choose. You never know when you're going to need the truth of Scripture and the promises of Scripture and the hope of Scripture So just stay in it so that you're um, saturated with it and so that the Holy Spirit has something to work with. I used to, um, in high school, we used to pray, you know, God help us, or even in Bible college, pray, uh, help me with my test tomorrow. Well, he... He's not going to help me pass a test that I didn't study for. And so I, again, you're going to choose. I choose to be in God's word, whether there's any big aha moments for me today or not, so that the Holy Spirit has more to work with and more to, um, more resources to offer me when I need those promises. And uh, by the way, that is how to be on guard as we await the return of our Savior. That is how to be ready. So be Be in God's word and uh, don't just listen to it. Do it. There's so many other applications, but be in God's word and um, that will help you be ready so that you live like Christ is coming back today. So what's next? Well, like I said, I would love for you to read the entire letter to the Thessalonians. Start with uh, 1 Thessalonians. Maybe you'll be inspired to read 2 Thessalonians. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And as a compliment again to this episode, I encourage you to download the free resource at michellekneesat.com forward slash 83 download as it will walk you through those references to Christ's return. 
And then while you're in God's word this week, let me know how you're doing. I really do enjoy getting emails from you, michelle at michellekneesat.com, or hop on Twitter or Facebook and we can chat about what you're learning. Now, before I tell you what song I'm going to feature next week, I want to shout out to Angela from the UK, Kathy from South Carolina, Holly from Oregon, Linda from Virginia, and Wendy from Texas. They are my newest subscribers to my website. And don't forget that the benefit of subscribing is that I will email you once a week. And in that email, you will get the weekly memory verse resource to display in your smartphone, tablet, desktop, or you can print it out. You will get an email recap of the week's episode, and you'll get instant access to any of the resources I create for my episodes, like today's resource uh, called Enjoy the Ride. It's just my way to say thank you for listening. So head over to michellekneesat.com to subscribe today. And then don't miss an episode of my podcast. Just subscribe to it in iTunes. And while you're there, leave me a written review and a star rating. This not only encourages me, but it helps me stay visible to new listeners. And as always, if you take the time to review my podcast, I will take the time to personally thank you right here on the podcast. Just like Joy from Hopkins, Minnesota, who says, I thank God for using you every week to bring your listener closer to his words. Thanks for inspiring us and making us understand that his words are more than just a song. Oh, Joy, it is truly my pleasure and for his glory alone. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Next week, I will use To the Only God by Aaron Schust to jump into scripture. If you liked this episode, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michellekneesat.com forward slash 83. And while you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.